We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. In the news of late, uh, with the recent rise in crime, local law enforcement officials are experiencing a backlog when it comes to forensic DNA testing at the state's crime lab. This is a big reason why Ramsey County Attorney John Choi is joining the chorus of people asking for increased funding from the legislature for faster testing. He is putting some of his own skin in the game as well when it comes to the constituents he serves. John Choi on our John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline this evening. John, thanks for coming on with us. Hey, good evening, Susie. Nice to be on the show tonight. Yes, I like talking to you. You have a lot of interesting things to say. You have a lot of things you are passionate about, and among them is uh, getting the bad guys off the street. And sometimes that's hard to do when what you need has not been processed yet into evidence. So kind of talk about the big picture and what you're up against in terms of DNA testing. Yeah, well, just, you know, with the with the rise and, you know, just more crime, and especially the violent crime. And, of course, we always have to prioritize um, the, the violent crimes and the, the more serious felonies. And so when that, as we've been experiencing that over the course of the last three years, what's been happening is, is that, you know, those cases will always get prioritized. But then the, the rate in which these cases are coming in the door in the available scientists at the BCA, it just hasn't been keeping up. And so now we're experiencing, you know, the, it's a, the average turnaround time to get something back from the lab is about 140 days, and in some cases, it's up to a year. So why that really matters for the public is that if, you know, we have to, in order to be able to charge a case, we have to prove that case beyond a reasonable doubt to a jury. And a lot of times when we're talking about a gun case or we're talking about maybe a case that didn't have a witness, that forensic science information, so DNA, fingerprinting, all of that stuff is really, really critical. And so one of the things I've noticed is that on some of the gun cases, the the possession of maybe an ineligible person who maybe has a past felony conviction, those types of cases where they're not supposed to have a firearm, those cases have been taking just a long time. And so as I looked into it, I realized that, you know, the, the wait times for getting this information back was way too long. And so we started having conversations with the state, and they quickly realized that we, they wanted to help us here in Ramsey County. And so I want to thank, you know, the superintendent of the BCA and, of course, Governor Walz's administration to prioritize this. But now, hopefully, we can get to a 30-day turnaround time, which would be normal. So the, all of this really, really matters, especially in the context of us being able to bring forward charges 
and then us also being able to actually try these cases and getting convictions. John, wanted to jump in. It says, uh, according to a press release that was released by your office, Minnesota saw a 30% increase in violent crime and a 109% increase in gun-related crime from the years 2019 to 22. That's astonishing. Right. Well, that's what we're experiencing. We are in the, in this community. We're experiencing things uh, that we haven't experienced in quite some time. And you know, this is also happening across the country. But the bottom line is that we still have to be able to hold people accountable. We have to do that work. And as you know, the stressors are you know, and the challenges are there. It's you know, it's really important for us, I think, to work together. You know, I'd say about a year ago, two years ago, before the elections. You know, there's a lot of blaming about why we're having uh, this uptick in crime, all of those things. And I've been around long enough to know that we're never going to solve our problems unless we actually start working together like we did, you know, just around this issue about trying to get more resources to Ramsey County. And then also to try to make sure that we get the appropriation of the legislature to support Governor Walz's appropriation. But when leaders can actually sit down and start thinking about and learning about the challenges that everybody else has and and looking to help each other. That's how we solve these issues, and that's our path forward. And I'm hopeful uh, that we're going to get through this little um, period that we have about with regard to some of the crime and the increases. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the carjackings are down uh, by 50% in Ramsey County, and I think a big part of that is just, again, working together and figuring out solutions. And so we'll keep at it. Um, but this is one of the things that really does matter in our ability to solve crimes. I've also noticed that a lot of the people who are victims of gunshot wounds, so these are people who are being shot but survived, or witnesses are not cooperating with uh, the investigation and the prosecution. Is so it be, are, John, are they, are they, I mean, you use the word gang, but yeah. I've heard different law enforcement tell me that the whole n- notion of a gang has changed quite mm-hmm. a bit. But there is that one person gets shot, and then there's the right. retaliation. So how do you get right. at that root cause? I mean, where, how do you get in front well, we of that? We've got to figure out a way to, uh, to interrupt that and, and figure out ways to help people feel safe. The reason why people don't tell us who shot them is because they feel like they or the people that they care about are will be at risk of being retaliated against. And in, so it's wanna, true in some cases, right? You, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We saw it play out last weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we have to address that. But at the same time, we need to prove, we need to, first of all, catch the suspects who are pulling the triggers, and then we need to hold them accountable. And we can't, if, if the victims aren't going to tell us who did it, then we need to figure out other ways to prove that case beyond a reasonable doubt. So it could be DNA on the handgun that we recovered, right? Or it could be a fingerprint, whatever it is. So the, the, the resources at the lab, uh, at the fr- forensic lab, really, really matters. Yeah. You know, we were there, I don't know how long ago, they had a press event where we got to see the boxes of guns in it just piled high in this little examination room in this one, you know, scientist doing work on one right. particular gun right. and you know, it takes a long time to process a gun, I would imagine, right? I mean, yeah, it's not just, it's not a quick thing, yeah. um, especially when you're talking about DNA. Another thing, though, too, Susie, and you just mentioned it, we just have way too many guns out there. It is too easy to get a gun. Mm. And I hope the legislature will have that hard conversation 
I think it's a pretty simple answer, but we've been struggling over uh, legislative solutions, but maybe this year. Yeah. Our guest is uh, John Choi, Ramsey County attorney, talking about asking the legislature and your own office. So are you guys going to chip in or put some funding? Yeah, toward, so, toward, yeah. Right. So the legislature, you know, even if they pass the bill, it won't be available until the summer. And we have been having this problem for the past you know, year. So I put in money of our own uh, civil asset forfeiture account. We uh, have an account when we would seize proceeds of a drug sale, things like that. And so we had so, uh, some of money available. So we're putting in $110,000 uh, for a one-year period. Of course, it's just a one-year period. And that's why also the, the, the um, appropriation from the legislature is really critical, not just for Ramsey County, but for the entire state, because this appropriation would make it statewide to get to a place where we could have 30-day turnaround times for things that are sent to the lab. And I think that's important for not just people in Ramsey County, but obviously from all over the state. And what are your thoughts on the state legislature um, providing that money? Do you think it's a for sure, or is it hard to yeah, tell? Yeah, I, I feel very optimistic about it. First of all, it's in the governor's budget. He's recommending it. Yeah. And uh, right now it seems to me like the, the legislature is moving very quickly. They're getting a lot of things done. And, you know, the sad thing was, is that last session, you know, everybody was talking about these public safety challenges that we had. And the legislature did absolutely nothing around public safety. Right. So they've got to deliver. Everybody was talking about it. But I, you know, so we've got we need resources here at the local level. There's a whole laundry list of things that are needed. But, you know, this is a really important one. I heard something, I was actually listening to my friend Tim Nelson over at Public Radio, and he was talking about this DNA used for guns, but it's also used for different crimes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, absolutely. It can be critical, really critical in a sexual assault examination or a sexual assault case. It could be critical in uh, potentially a carjacking. Um, because you might get DNA fingerprinting inside of the, on the steering wheel uh, to corroborate that the person was inside the, mm-hmm. you know, inside the car. So there's a lot of uh, types of tests that can really help make a difference. And it's not just, and so this is the, the forensic laboratory, but then in addition to that, you know, police departments have also been able to develop ways in which we work with you know, just the, the, the cellular wireless phone companies to track location, all of that, all of that, the, the, the digital evidence can also mm-hmm. make a huge difference. So all of these ways in which we gather evidence, uh, it costs money, right? And so uh, just the legislature, you know, investing in that for the local police departments and the, throughout the state is, is really important. Well, John, it's good to talk to you as always. Um, anything else you're working on in terms of your life over there? I know you talked about guns. Um, St. Paul, the city of St. Paul, seen a number of homicides. It's It's got to be heartbreaking to you to some degree, obviously. Oh, yeah, it really is. I mean, the, the saddest thing is you just it's, it seems like some of the violence is really impacting, you know, young victims and young people. Mm. And it just breaks my heart to see how, um, young, some of the people that are perpetrating the crimes as well as the victims. Yeah. And the sad part of all of this is, you know, the, the, you know, to hear what happened in Harding High School, oh. you know, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is just what about those kids that are there who, who, who want to learn, mm-hmm. right? And that's the majority of the school. 
Right, right. And right. so now they have to, you know, they're they're fearful for their safety and all of these things. And it's just like that's it just can't be that way. And I just hope that the adults in the St. Paul school district leadership will figure this out and make sure that those kids and those families feel like they've got a safe place. They should listen to the school staff and and figure out the solutions. Yeah. Um, because I think, you know, it is like you say, how much of an increase we just mentioned and in your estimation, did you know? Did it ha- was it was it the pandemic that kind of created this space for increase in violence? Or I guess there's a lot of factors at work. I think there's a lot of factors, but without a doubt, I mean, the pandemic certainly accelerated it, or it certainly had a huge impact. I mean, what we've experienced in St. Paul, Minneapolis, um, it's being experienced in lots of other mm-hmm. communities that are similar, that have tall buildings, that have the same type of demographics, et cetera. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can start to find solutions and, uh, like you said, maybe get gu- get guns off the streets if we can. Right. The solutions are really what matters. And I just, uh, I like the conversation now. I feel like the blame game is over. People are growing up and recognizing that in order to really serve the public, we need to focus on the solutions. It's not about trying to point the finger at somebody. And last year, you know, the legislature didn't accomplish anything because they were so focused on not wanting the other side to get a victory. Um, but now that we've got some stability at the legislature, I think they're poised to actually listen to the people and the, the, the local levels of government who are actually dealing with all of this, uh, these issues, and hopefully they'll come through this year. Yeah, and the thing is, just to not just we're almost out of time, but to say all of the programs to help poor, you know, poverty. Um, there's so many root right. issues around this, and so there's if you so can many. if you can bring people up and give them a home that they own with support, you know, do you sort of gradually start to cut down on the problem just by supporting people so they're not desperate and. Right. Get into a gang or what have you. And the, and the mental health issues. Oh, too. huge. That's, that's yeah. A huge yeah. issue. Huge yeah. issue. It's driving a lot of this as well. Yeah. Well, hopefully we're all going to be part of the solution because it, it's in all of our best interest to do so. Right. If we all pull together, we'll get a lot done in the same direction, though. That's the most important thing. <laughs> okay, John. Thank you so much for <laughs> okay. your time tonight. Ramsey Take County care. Attorney John Choi with us on News Talk 830 WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 